Hearings are currently taking place in Carmel, Indiana, regarding revisions to the federal milk marketing orders. Revisions will affect how milk and other dairy products are priced. These hearings have taken place for several weeks and will continue into October. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report, and I'm speaking with Jeff Lyon, the general manager of Farm First Dairy Cooperative, who is in Carmel and just finished testifying in front of the committee. He shares what he's seeing and feeling at the hearings. Why are these federal milk marketing order revision hearings taking place? Well, when uh, COVID-19 hit and we had real disorderly marketing, it really sent a signal to the dairy industry that we needed to take a look at uh, the federal milk marketing order system. There were some early discussions about, you know, just a few different things uh, to make changes to. But then the discussion became we need to take a look at the whole milk marketing order system. So there's several proposals uh, for changes within the system. What are some of those revisions or proposals that are being discussed most frequently? Well, the proposals that the National Milk Producers Federation put out, and uh, you know, that's really the purpose you know, of the hearing. There's other groups that have put in uh, other proposals as well. But we're looking at milk composition to make sure that uh, orders are reflecting the composition of milk and accurately for, you know, for farmers. The other part of the discussion is whether we should keep barrel as part of price discovery for our Class 3 cheese price. National Milk is saying that we should just use blocks because the vast majority of cheese being used. And then, uh, you know, today and this week, we're talking about the manufacturing allowances that are used to determine price for uh, components, you know, in the process of making uh, cheese so we can find out what the true value is. Uh, There's a couple other uh, issues. We'll be talking about the class one mover, higher of, and then also class one price differentials. Can you briefly describe what was in the testimony that you provided at the hearing? My testimony was uh, having to do with the manufacturing allowances. And uh, what we are you know, supporting is a modest increase in the uh, make allowances. The uh, make allowances, you know, at least in the short term, is, you know, that's, uh, it could have negative effect on producer prices. And uh, the information we got from a voluntary study that was done because of some inconsistencies with information, we thought that it was best to you know, go with the number that we have and then slowly work our way to get those manufacturing allowances where they should be. And uh, I was supportive of that, that the numbers being proposed by National Milk because it balances processor and producer interests. For those listeners of ours who may not be as familiar with dairy or milk, can you describe what a make allowance is? It's the uh, production cost to uh, make a, a product, cheese, butter, nonfat, dry milk, and it's the cost that goes into making that product. And that way we can, you can determine uh, what the value is of the milk. Right now, because those make allowances haven't been uh, dated, in my testimony, I indicated that plants are going to uh, you know, cover their margins for their expenses in making product, and that's to the detriment of farmers by uh, giving them a lower price for their milk. These hearings have been going on for several weeks now. What is the mood at the hearings like? Does it seem like those who are listening to the testimonies and organizing the hearings are still actively engaged and listening to everybody that's coming before them? Well, based on my uh, testimony, I had uh, four or five people ask me questions, so I think they're uh, very much engaged. In the hearing process, you know, it is a drawn-out process, and, and with the national hearing, you have so many issues to talk about. It is going to take a while, but the real move is basically building a hearing record or 
your proposal, you know, as to why this is the best route for USDA to go. Because USDA, at the end of this, will come out with a recommendation on the various proposals, and then it goes back to dairy farmers for a vote as to whether they want to accept them or not. So it's building a record and really looking at the economics of the various proposals. So overall, do you get a sense from what you have seen and heard just from your time in Carmel that many other individuals and groups sharing their thoughts at the hearings are aligned, or are there divisions? There's some differences within what some people want. There's some organizations that would like to have a higher make allowance right away, as I said earlier, opposed to that, just because I said that would be very detrimental to dairy farmers, especially at a time when margins are incredibly tight right now for farmers with lower prices and uh, high feed costs and other costs for producing milk. So there are differences of opinion on that. And then each uh, organization, you know, that has a proposal, they have a chance to uh, bring their proposal up and they'll have witnesses and support. And then there's cross-examination where, you know, the other attorneys for other sides will ask questions. So it's in front of an administrative law judge. So it's a bit like a courtroom. So you're going to get various questions. How much longer will these hearings be going on for? And when can we expect to hear feedback on how any revisions might proceed? Well, if you talk to the people, uh, you know, that have been here, various legal counsels for different groups, I'm guessing that we're going to be probably into October before it's all done. It all depends, you know, just how many different witnesses are going to testify. They're encouraging farmers to testify if they want to make comments. A lot depends upon, you know, how long your testimony goes, and then the cross-examination can last quite a while. So then I don't know the timetable for when it might, might hear something from USDA. And what do you ultimately expect to happen? What revisions might come into place after these hearings? It will be interesting, uh, I think, going back to the higher of for the class one mover. I think there's pretty wide uh, support for that. And I've listed some of it. There'll be some interesting discussions as to whether we include and keep barrel cheese along with black cheese as far as price discovery. And then with make allowances, it'll be, uh, you know, what level uh, USDA comes back with as far as what that should be. So milk composition, I don't think there's too much disagreement on that one. And then the other issues still have to be played out. So the hard part about it is it's the entire package of things. So, you know, you can look at one aspect of it, but you need to look at everything as a whole, too, which makes it a little bit more difficult. Is there anything else that you would like to share about your feelings on the federal milk marketing order or the testimony you provided? A long time ago, I had an opportunity to uh, write testimony for it. This is my first time ever testifying at a, a federal milk marketing or hearing. So it was interesting from that standpoint just to go through uh, the whole process. And while dairy farmers, you know, are discouraged that things don't happen very fast and they'd like this whole process to go much quicker, it, uh, you know, there's some significant issues and they take some time to go through. You know, and the idea behind it is that USDA is going to come out with a proposal that, you know, is going to get the support of dairy farmers across the country. So it's not, we're just going to throw something out for approved or not approved because it's, it's very important. So it's a, it's a long drawn out process, but a needed process. This has been a long process and will continue on for some time yet. There is hope from Jeff and many others that there will be positive revisions at the end of it all. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.